Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's promo time. This episode, the promo is from Spooky Scony Podcast. All about Wisconsin. And this is from Kirsten. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details who I was very fortunate to meet um, when I was in Chicago last year. Such a lovely person. And the podcast is just brilliant as well. But let Kirsten tell you all about it. Take it away! Are you tired of true crime podcasts covering the same 10 cases as everyone else? If I hear another profile of the Belisca Axe Murder House, I'm going to throw my phone into Lake Michigan. Wish you could just find a pod that covers everything you're into, from, like, true crime to the paranormal weird 
and then like fun historical facts that might even help you when we're able to go outside and play trivia again. What the heck is a bubbler? Is it like a bubble machine? Like, I don't get it. Well, hey there. I'm Kirsten, and I've got a podcast just for you. It's called Spooky Scotty. You know, like Wisconsin. Here on the Badger State, we've got it all. Murders, ghosties, cryptids, wildly weird history, tons of cheese, and yes, even bubblers. If you don't know, a bubbler is a water fountain. It takes some getting used to, I know. If that don't get you hooked, you'll always walk away from each episode learning something new about the world. So what do you say? You ready to crack open a cold one and enjoy some Scani lore? Well, come tune in to the Spooky Scani podcast. That's spooky. Scani. S-C-O-N-N-I-E. You can find the show at spookyscani.podbean.com or wherever you catch your pods. Stay spooky. Engage intro voice. Murthers of all varieties. I'm at my nephew's fourth birthday party and recording this on a bouncy castle. I will be having cake. Nephew, say the line. On with the pod. Well, hello, my friends. I am CK, and welcome to this episode of Mirths and Monsters. I hope you're well and happier than an intro voice artiste on a bouncy castle. I'm very excited about the case that we're talking about today. It has interested me for a good while, and to begin with, I didn't even know if it was a real cryptid. Confused? Let me explain. And let's do some learning about the legend of Boggy Creek. Or to give it its proper name, the Fauk Monster. You know what to do, lovely Marthers. Let's get these learning hats on. You got yours at the ready? Of course you do. I'm trying to find mine. I did have it at the ready, but there's been a power cut at Casa CK. So I'm literally in the dark. I'm in the right room. I was in here when the lights went out, so it should be nearby. Let me just have a quick stumble around here. Ha-ha! Here we are. Oh, wait. That's my miner's helmet. Ah! This has a lamp on it. Ah, that's better. Let's have a gander here. <laughs> oh, ah, here we go. Let me just swap these over. Oh, and the lights have come back on. That's handy. With many, or even all cryptids, there's a link between the media in all forms and the truth behind the cryptids themselves. For example, I have covered in previous episodes Bigfoots and the annual barbecue that they have. A great fun event. 
In the media, films, print, etc., they're not normally portrayed in the most positive of lights. Harry and the Hendersons aside. When it comes to the Falk monster, the link is even more entwined. You see, the Falk monster is one of your lesser-known cryptids, and, unless you do some research, there will be people who either don't know the legend, which is the majority, some who think it is a legend and also real, and the last group who don't think it's real, but based on a cheaply made but very popular cult favourite docudrama from 1973 which was also the year of my birth. A good year. So what do we have in this case? Do we have a media-created beast, or one that was given a spotlight by this docudrama? This one has a definite answer, but it took a little bit of research, and we'll take a journey to Arkansas, specifically Miller County, even specifically the small town of Fauk. During my research, what I learned about Fauk itself was while being part of Texarkana, which is not small, Fauk itself is tiny. It's really small. One square mile in total, with just under 900 residents. It used to be a one-horse town, but the horse had to move due to lack of space and was replaced by a Shetland pony who had travelled to America to try and make their fortune. As for recorded history of the Fauk monster, since 1908, there have been sightings of a bipedal, tall, red-haired, ape-like creature with extra long arms. That's arms that are longer than usual, not that they carried really long extra arms in a backpack. However, it's one encounter in particular that took the creature from folk tales to, whoa, this thing could actually be real. We need to go back to May 1971. Picture the scene. The weather was ranging between 59 and 80 degrees Fahrenheit, which was 15 to 27 in my Celsius UK brain. Lovely to most people of Arkansas, to me, I will be taking a hat made of ice. In the hit parade, three dog night were proclaiming to all and sundry that Jeremiah was indeed a bullfrog, and they got on really well. He was also quite particular of a drink. Maybe this is what Falk resident Bobby Ford was humming when he was attacked. Bobby was at home, maybe having some wine like Jeremiah, when a massive arm was thrown around him, still attached to a body, luckily. That body was seven foot tall and three foot across at the chest. A hairy brute as well, with red eyes and breathing heavily. A giant hungover asthmatic, you ask? No, this was the Falk monster. Bobby managed to escape by running as fast as he could from his house. So fast, he didn't even stop to open the door. He just ran through it. I imagine leaving a bobby-shaped hole, akin to Wiley Coyote. This wasn't the first time that the Fords had seen this monster. Bobby's wife, Elizabeth, had been asleep in the front room when she saw a hairy arm with big claws coming in the window. I can only assume she was no longer sleeping at this point. She also saw the creature's red eyes. Other witnesses also saw this creature. Bobby, his brother and a hunting buddy claimed they saw the beast with the aid of a flashlight and they shot at it. They thought they saw it fall, but when they checked, nope, swing and a miss. Then they heard screaming from in the house and they started to run back. When Bobby got inside, that's when he was attacked. 
The police came to investigate, but they found only odd tracks, three-toed tracks, scratches on the Ford's porch, luckily no blood. All this happened in one night. So with so many sightings, why isn't the Fout monster at the level of a Yeti or a Bigfoot? Well, within all of these sightings, the only time that the creature has attacked any kind of human was in the case of the Fords. The most that has been seen doing before was eating scraps from a pig pen or clearing off a dog bowl. So many reports, but it was because of the Bobby and Elizabeth Ford incident that it got bigger recognition. And this is when Hollywood got involved. Sort of. When I say Hollywood, I mean Texarkana would. In 1972, a man called Charles B. Pierce was working in an ad agency while also playing a character called Major Chuckles on a local kids' TV programme because he had a creative side that you had to get out there. He was really interested in these stories that had been bandied about regarding the Fout Monster, so Charles, who was also known as Sparkplug due to his energy, decided to get into the film business. He did this by acquiring investment from an Arkansas trucking company that he created an advert for. Their investment was in the region of $160,000. In today's money, that's just over one million bucks. How good was that advert? Charles then assembled himself a camera, a 35mm old-style movie camera, and went on his way to make the docudrama that was to become the legend of Boggy Creek. For its time, Boggy Creek was an actual innovator. It used locals as actors, and the line between documentary and film was blurred. It helped that some of the stories that were being told were actually true, certainly in the mind of the teller. Any film fans listening may recognise this style of filming, and you'd be right. The following is a quote by Daniel Middick, one of the directors of The Blair Witch Project. Quote, We wanted to tap into the primal fear generated by the fact or fiction format, like The Legend of Bobby Creek. It's certainly the one film that most inspired me. End quote. The film, the Boggy Creek film, went on to take a total of $25 million dollars. I've done the calculations for you. That is just under $160 million in today's money. That's from $1 million in today's money. A pretty good return. That was when I stopped my research. Now, it's time for the practical. Let us venture to the wee town of Fauk, to the time of May 1971. The crypto cycle is already packed with the essentials, sandwiches, pup treats for the boy. The girls are at home this time. Ashley rays off on her own adventure somewhere. The sisters are in the library doing some cleaning and reorganising. They like to call it cataloguing. Right off in. Helmets on? Check. Goggles on? Check. Here we go! We've arrived. Already I hear a commotion. Well, actually it's more of a kerfuffle than a commotion. But luckily, not quite a rammy. Okay, this is becoming a rammy. Finn, we're safe, kiddo. That was a distance away, but let's get undercover just to make sure. We had arrived in the right time and place. 
The crypto cycle needed some adjusting, but with the help of the Anansi, we got it sorted. We were half a mile from the home of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford, back deep into the woods. We quickly covered the bike with our camouflage net and tucked down low behind a thick body tree. The lights from the Ford household are dimly visible in the dark, moonless night. Right. That means it's going to be quite close, quite soon. Finn nudged at me. I looked at him and he pointed towards our right. His eyesight, obviously, is better than mine, and I'd been waiting for this signal. I lowered my night vision goggles. There it is. I can see it. A seven-foot ape-like creature covered in long hair, taking long strides, covering a large amount of ground with each lope. It looks over its shoulder. It's looking kind of scared, but not too bad. This was the time. This was the chance I had to take. Hey! Hey! Over here! It stops. Oh, it's looking right at me. But it's unsure of what to do. I stand up. My arms are out wide so it can see I don't have anything to harm it. Doesn't run away. That's a good sign. Finn then makes his way forward, walking slowly towards the creature. No teeth showing, no growling. There's about 20 feet between us. Finn's just walking slowly forwards. Gets to about halfway. The creature flinches as if to flee, but he's intrigued. Finn stops. Ah, here we go. Kiddo being kiddo, he's bowing towards the seven-foot hairy beast. After only a breeze pop. And he's bowing back. He looks back towards the Ford residence. Then he gestures for me and Finn to follow. So we follow. I never look forward to this bit. It's hard for me to keep up. I have the legs of my father and my father's father. The word you're looking for is dumpy. Finn, of course, is a sprightly woofer, and the fout creature has legs longer than Pinocchio's nose when he's trying to explain to Gibetto that all of the freshly baked cookies were in fact stolen by a swooping band of rogue pigeons, father. I didn't eat them all. They are bedoining along with the plum. I'm doing well to keep up and not fall flat on my... I stir. The smell of heat fills my nose holes. You took quite the tumble, dinky legs. I open my eyes. I can see Finn sitting next to a massive figure. Both of them have amused looks on their hairy faces. How long have I been out? Ah, only a minute. Less so, even. We weren't that far from here, so I just scooped you up. Tea? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm CK, by the way. That's Finn. My name is Sho Etap. Or Sho. He hands me a mug of tea. I look around. We're in what I'm pretty sure is a cave, but it's dry and warm. 
were heated by a crackling fire on the stone ground. Can't see any sign of an entrance, so we must be quite far down, I guess. A safe haven. Nobody with any sense would venture into a cave with the monster around. Well, hello, show. Thanks for the tea, by the way, it's lovely. Forgive my bluntness, though, because this is still fresh in my mind. But have you been around for a while? There have been sightings around here for over a hundred years, and you don't look a day over twenty. What can you say? But that wasn't me. I wasn't around then. There was a few of us out here. A few different clans. We all get along. There's a lot of land that's uninhabited. By humans, anyway. We don't hurt or hunt humans, either. Fact is, we're basically vegetarians. Oh, other than any critters we go for out here. Is that enough for you to keep you going? Oh, yeah. Thing is... We realized a long time ago that the worst way to rile up a human, especially out here, is to try and take his pigs. Man, bacon is a hell of a drug. Same can be said for the apple pies. It was my stomach's fault this time. Up the shooting, that's on them. But me being there in the first place. I think I can relate to that, actually. What happened, though? I heard the gunshots. You hurt? Are you okay? Ah, yeah. Skin's thicker than a rhino. Well, you see what happens? Mrs. Ford? She bakes the most amazing apple pies. She leaves them on the windowsill to cool down, and the smell of that crust just wafts my way, and oh, boy. Normally I'm fine, but this time I'm starving. So I took my shot. I reached in, but my clumsy butt knocked a glass on the floor and it all went wrong from there. Thing is, I was so hungry, I walked into the kitchen to try and grab the pie. I know, I know, I'm dumb. Mr. Ford was there with a gun. I tried to wrestle it from him, and oh man, he got the fright. He ran straight through his door. Didn't even stop to open it. I mean, it was kind of funny, but I hope he's okay. Then I ran, and I ran so fast I left marks on the porch where my nails dug in, trying to get a good purchase for my ready, set, go. And here we are. Yeah, I can definitely relate. Maybe more so with sandwiches, but a great apple pie is definitely worth the risk. Speaking of which, would you like a slice? He pulled out a pie with a big chunk missing. He saw me looking. Hey, told you I was hungry. And there you have it, my friends. We chatted the night away and show was right. That apple pie was definitely worth being shot at for. 
Good work, Mrs. Ford. We will hear more from Show at a later point. He was actually meant to be at the Bigfoot barbecue last year, but he couldn't make it this time. But next time for sure. So if you'll be kind enough to stay after the music, I've got a couple of announcements for you. But till next time, slanch my friends, your very good health. Okie dokie, folkies. Just a couple of things to mention. First of all, I would love to mention two patrons. Uh, the first one is Maureen Aldrich. Hello, Mo. Sorry, Maureen. Hello, Maureen. Uh, who has uh, upped their pledge in the, the patron department. Thank you so much, especially at this time. I would also love to welcome Sarah. Sarah Langa or Sarah Langa. I hope I said your surname correctly, who has joined up. Sarah, thank you so much. And Maureen, thank you so much. And I continue to thank you to everybody else who is part of my patronage. Thank you kindly. A couple other things I want to mention is still doing weekly Facebooks on my Facebook group, which is Mirths and Monsters, a.k.a. Finn's Fan Club. Doing it every Sunday, 10 p.m. GMT, UK time. It's a lot of fun. About an hour and a half, two hours each week, just to have a gan- uh, a natter, really, and try and forget bad stuff for a little while. Um, the other thing we're doing is the short story competition. The theme is bedtime stories. The length is 500 to 1,000 words. Closing date is the 26th of April, and you can send all submissions to mirthsandmonsters at yahoo.com. Send them in. Please, I look forward to reading them. And lastly, in the Facebook group, there's a little fun thing we're doing. I have given the Murthers three Scottish phrases to say, to record in their best Scottish accent. Not really a prize for this one, it's just a lot of fun, because I'm certainly enjoying the ones I've heard so far. So, Murtha Monsters, a.k.a. Finn's Fan Club, in the Facebook. Not to sound too scary, but join us. I'm on the Twitter as well, at Mirths underscore Monsters. And uh, Instagram as well, Mirths. Just Mirths and Monsters, Mirths73. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you in any way. So, that's all for this time, folks. Daddy Fling. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.